Wonderful, the stuff for which movies were made. Adventure, to make you wonder if it's true, while your eyes convince you that it is. Truly, the thrill of thrills. Horror Hounds, welcome to the Classic Horror Podcast, episode 20 free and following on from last week's episode as promised we are doing 1933's king kong doesn't really need any introduction one of the most famous monster films of all time up there with godzilla for some people even even more well known even more famous than godzilla i love this film i've seen it a few times but haven't actually seen it in quite a while until i went back for my rewatch so yeah, I, I love this film, and I believe, Michael, this was your first watch of yeah, the original. Please, please, please film, film, internet, don't don't kill me. But yeah, I had, <laughs> I had never actually seen it from front to back. I had, I had of course, seen chunks because, uh, you know, coming up when I came up, I watched a lot of television programs about the making of cinema, and being as into stop motion, oh my god, we're going to get into that. Uh, as I am, like, I'd seen, like, even some more sequences, but I just, it was one of those that, like, I do not think it, it would have affected me like it affected me right now if I had seen it even before we started this podcast, just because I probably would have been a little too kicked in the face with the, you know, theatricality of the performances, and laughing at some of the, uh, incredibly culturally outdated oh, uh yes, yes. incredibly culturally outdated yeah uh things that take place um but uh i mean my overall reactions were like i couldn't three times i was like why didn't anybody tell me that this is a fucking marvel movie like the money on the screen the special effects oh yeah like yeah. i had no idea that it was essentially an action film did not know that yeah. like if you had told me, oh, you know what? You're going to watch a movie from 1933 and three separate occasions, you're going to go, that's so fucked up. I, I would absolutely like, you're lying. <laughs> but like three separate times in this movie, I I, like, I just turned, I turned to my girlfriend. I was like, did, did they just, holy shit. Like, <laughs> and, and, anyway. Oh, I um, love that, man. I yeah. love that. What, what a great, what a great, great reaction. That is, that's the reaction like I hope for when, you know, you or anyone does when you introduce someone to a film they haven't seen before that that you love, and yeah, man, great reaction. As you said, yeah. On on a side note, there are some very outdated items within this film that that goes without saying, unfortunately. Yeah. However, there is still a lot, a lot, a lot, lot, lot to admire from this film. So, where I'm going to kick off is with the screenplay in a way, because I, I want your opinion of the overall story, but in my opinion, this is one of the greatest examples and clearest examples of a free act structure. I was it's a perfectly it's yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. essentially broken up into three perfect parts. You have the you know, New York and the and the boat leading up to Skull Island. Skull Island and then back in New York for the the presentation of the eighth wonder of the world and the destruction that follows <laughs> what a great like setup right that is a perfect free act structure to follow 
so simple. Each section really stands on its own, I think. I think you can admire each individual section. There's a lot of great stuff on the boat. There's a lot of, I mean, there's some incredible stuff on Skull Island. And then the ending, obviously the ending, you know, one of the most famous endings in in film history it really is so how did obviously you were aware you know you were probably aware of the setup but watching it front to back how did that play for you and how did you initially react to that compared to some of the other kind of act structures you've seen throughout these classic horror films i I, like i said i felt it was perfectly written like like it couldn't you know if if you're gonna if you're if somebody's like how should I structure a script? What what's one thing I should watch? This there's there's a million different choices that you could yeah. make, but if you want to know how to like, like the giant cat, the disposable cast that that you didn't realize was disposable until they start getting disposed of all over the place, <laughs> like, um, like you know, like everything is given just enough that, uh, the thi- the the parts that need to feel important do. And the, and even the rest of the parts don't feel completely unnecessary at first. Like that, again, you know, not not to harp on it, but like with the the thing from another world, I'm like, why are there why is there a cast of twelve person pl- people yeah. playing one yeah. person? And, and this this was a large cast, and uh, but you, we we only have like the couple of main players, and of let's course. be honest here, you only need the one, and yeah. Yeah. and like Feyre is just next level great in this now uh, admitted it is some of the most quintessential early screen talky acting which is to say you you're not gonna be like oh look at little meryl streep like but i mean she's scream queen patient zero you know what i mean like yeah i mean this is (laughs) this is the blueprint man this is this is the blueprint you know this what she's doing on screen you know like you said talkies weren't around for that long so for her to come in and, and give this performance and yeah i i mean i the main players in this cast i i think are incredible you know from Faye ray to robert armstrong as carl denham Wait, again, that's the director right that's the director yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah no yeah I, great no, right? my, my, i like i really like him i love jack black because i actually like I'm, I'm one of those few fools that really liked Peter Jackson, oh, King I, Kong. I love, but I love also, Peter Jackson. King Kong. I hadn't seen this version, and so when Peter Jackson and I'm aware of Peter Jackson and not his entire work, like body work at that time, but I th- I had seen Frighteners Forward and I might have seen Bad Taste. Okay. Um, yeah. So like I, I I I knew enough to be like that guy, that guy, that guy, and yeah. I I really liked it. I, I, and all these complaints that I heard, I I didn't understand, and so ha- and. I get you know the reason I can watch stuff again and again is because like you know I, I I retain little bits of information. I, I was impressed because I've only like I saw that once in theaters and I think I I saw it once on like it might have even been VHS at the time. You know what I mean? Okay. And yeah. but as I'm sitting here watching this one, I was like, oh shit, there's the slug swamp. Like it, it's the same movie. It's just a little longer and bigger budget. What what's everybody's problem with this thing? I I've never understood that. I've never understood why. Because it's weird. Like, I remember when that film came out, the initial critic reaction I saw was great, right? It was like there was like five star reviews and it was brilliant. And I remember going to the to the cinema to watch it. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I still love that. I actually watched it the other night after watching the original. I went back to, right. to watch Peter Jackson. The, the actual cut or the, the extended one? I have that. But the I the extended. It. Yeah, I watched the extended cut. 
I I love it for half an hour worth it. Like I should I should I should crack out my DVD. Yeah, it's well worth it, man. Okay. It's, look, this is a thing. Like it is a little bit bloated. There's some stuff that they definitely could chop out. But you know, if you if you really want to like go in and escape within this film, I love Peter Jackson's versions. I I think Naomi Watts is incredible. Um, Adrian Brody, Jack Black. You know, you you name it. There there it's a. I really like it. I personally really, really like the film. But like you said, I love the way it's essentially a beat-for-beat remake, which it never was intended to be. Okay. So after he made The Frighteners, he actually got... Oh, yeah, great. He actually got offered by Universal either a remake of King Kong or Creature from the Black Lagoon. Really? And he had no interest in Creature. So he wanted to do King Kong. I could see um, I could see Peter Jackson not wanting to do a creature. I could yeah, see that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So they actually started developing it and they um the story was completely different. It was more he's described it as more along the lines of the mummy remake with Brendan Fraser. It was Which more I of also like, really like. But yeah, I do. I really like it. Yeah. <laughs> and very of that time, it, you know, that late 90s kind of comedy action. It makes sense, right? So oh, it was more like yeah. that. And it's um, late enough in the 90s that it just took everything you think of as 90s yes, and, gave, yes. and gave you the best possible version of yeah, it. Yeah, completely agree. Completely <laughs> agree. Uh, and Darrow in it was uh, not an actress. She was a, I believe she was like a, an archaeologist. Or something like that. The yeah, it still like, had Cole yeah, Denny yeah, yeah, yeah. as the as the director, but I think Jack Driscoll was also an archaeologist, maybe in that version of it. Anyway, I believe so. I believe so. Yeah. That got shut down because Universal learned that the year it was meant to come out, a Godzilla film was also coming out, and a Mighty Joe Young film was coming out, and they oh, would, did do Mighty Joe Young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. would have been released after that, so they didn't want to be like the third. They didn't want to be the Movie one that, that right. yeah. So they yeah. shut it down. And then amazingly, he went on to make Lord of the Rings, which he says that if they had made King Kong, he never would have done Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. And then basically, because Lord of the Rings was such a huge success, Universal said to him, what do you want to do? <laughs> What's your... And he said, well, I want to do Kong. And he said one of the things that a lot of people think is that his ultimate project was Lord of the Rings. And that isn't true. King Kong was his ultimate project i mean if you can track down the um and and for anyone listening if you're interested in filmmaking track down the ultimate edition maybe maybe there's a dvd of it but the blu-ray with all the special features it's the best special features you'll ever see there's a three hour making of you're talking about the the extended con yeah i have that set that's the one I yeah yeah yeah. there's like a three hour making of there's like a free four hour production diary from like every single it's peter jackson that sounds accurate man it's insane it's so good it's one of the best making of you'll ever see in your life but just his passion for it and a lot of what i bring this back to the original a lot of what i know and a lot of trivia that i learned around the original actually comes from those special features Okay. Because, yeah, he, I don't know if you know, but Peter Jackson actually owns some of the original stop uh, motion. Yeah, markets. I did. I did yeah. know this, yeah. Yeah, so he's actually, you know, he, he he's a huge fan, man. But yeah, getting back to the original, uh, I mean, th- there's a jumping off point, right? So you were saying about Peter Jackson put a lot of that into it. Famously, the, I, I we've got to talk about the log scene, right? The log scene in the original oh my god no no 100 that, that was one of the three times i went this is so fucked up right 
Right. Go on then. Jump into that. Uh, How did that work? Because, like, I mean, granted, again, it was made when it was made. So when you're you're seeing eight, ten people being shook off a a log and tossed off a cliff, it's a tiny little literal rag doll that's that's just hitting the bottom of a ravine. But also, 1933, people don't know that. They, they they just see people being shaken off a log by a giant ape, and just, I mean and it's a long sequence. I mean it is it's a solid what like ninety seconds, two minutes yeah, of just yeah, screaming yeah. in terror followed by yeah. death. Yeah. Like, dude, like there, there's no blood. It's not saw, but damn, that was fucked up. Like, yeah, and and what an incredible sequence the way that's designed with the the actors on the log it being shaken around and then obviously right. the stop motion of kong in the background shaking it, it the way that is just put together and it the, just the, works yeah. so the way they figured well. out that edit, like i mean i mean you probably know way more about it than i than i, I mean like if you're in the, it's a film you can see where you know it's like some of it is like the static foreground if you will and then they got they, oh, they, course, they compo- yeah. you know, in quote composite because there was no composite yeah. they had to cut yeah, that yeah. shit by hand but like had they done a lot of the that kind of stuff with like the force perspective where it's like Kong stop motion in the front room or fr- front room in the in the foreground and then in the background is like the fake hand holding Fay Ray the actress? Like had they done no, a lot that of that was well, oddly, a lot of that stuff, especially the log scene actually, was actually developed for another film. That whole log sequence was developed for I can't remember what the what the film is, I I apologize. But they were developing another film and it didn't happen. But a lot of that stuff was like the jungle set up and what becomes Skull Island and like those beats, the, you know, the big action set pieces. They were basically taken from the development of this other film and put into this. So it was kind of the first time people had really seen that stuff. And a lot of the a reason why you actually have a lot of like dinosaurs and creatures of of that nature in this film is actually because they were already made for this other project. And then this other project didn't happen, so they just brought them in and was like, you know, Skull Island is inhabited by dinosaurs and Kong and, you know, all this stuff. So that sequence was actually developed for something else, and then they put it in it. And then if you recall back to the Peter Jackson version, once they're shaken off that log, they fall into the giant insect pit. Dude, that that is one of the most fucked up things I've ever seen in a movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that that slow Andy Serkis death. Oh, Come it's amazing. On. It's amazing. So do you have you heard the the rumors or the backstory about that scene that was meant to be in the original? It was originally called the Giant Spider Pit. Wait, so you're saying in, in the version we're currently discussing from 30 Yeah, so in the original similar. version. Yeah. Yeah, so there was meant to be that scene basically um but it was like a giant spider pit. Now, okay. depending on where you get your information, it does vary if the scene was shot at all some people have said they've seen it other people say well actually it was designed and then you know universal way to cut but anyway the grand scheme of it is they were thrown off the log as you do see in peter jackson's version they fall into this um giant spider pit and then these giant spiders rip them apart now as the legend goes at the first test screening audiences were screaming and fainting and going mad at the scene. <laughs> graphic. so that's why it was cut other people said that universal cut it before that based on like concept art and that with it being too graphic either way that become known as the famous 
lost sequence of the original King Kong. So when Peter Jackson made his version of King Kong, he was committed to putting that in there. And then fun fact, if you remember back to that scene in Peter Jackson's, that is where Carl Denham's camera gets broken. So then he has to make the character choice of, I no longer have a film. We now need to capture Kong and take him back to the island. And the reason Peter Jackson put that character or that whole story beat in that scene was so Universal couldn't cut it. (laughs) (laughs) Well played. Amazing, man. And uh, if you can track it down, I'm sure it's online. It's on my Blu-ray of the original King Kong. Peter Jackson actually made a stop motion version that could technically be slotted into the original from the descriptions people gave of it. So oh, there is a stop motion version of that sequence. I must see this. Yeah, it's cool, man. It's, it's really, really good. I yeah. tried to get that Blu-ray, but that's not happening over here right now. Oh, is it not? Oh, See, that's the weird thing. Me and you have discussed this. Yes, yeah, the Yeah, no, like there there was a there was a, a Blu-ray that came in a literal book. Um and I just like I, I couldn't justify the cost at the time. And yeah, then I went yeah. to, I went to track down that version. I was even willing to pay double or a little more cuz I like I knew I would like it like I like it. Something just told me I would and I just I not only could I could I not find it. I couldn't find it like aftermarket. It's it's like it's I can't so even funny. find yeah. pictures of the thing I'm I know exists. Yeah. Play. It's so funny, man, because me and you have discussed this. I mean, we had this with uh, Godzilla, right? Like the oh, original yeah. Japanese version is more available to you than it is to me. It was quite hard for me to find. I had to buy a DVD that was printed 15 years ago. You know, and it, <laughs> it's crazy, man. Like the only Blu-ray version or modern, you know, uh, transfer of that Godzilla film you can get is in a brand new criterion box set that costs you about 200 pound so yeah it's it's crazy but the original kong widely available over here quite easy to pick up on blu-ray so yeah it's it's funny how that that uh changes between the us and the uk i I don't know why you would think both of them would be widely available considering their historical significance and you would expect that like right now with like i mean really yeah like you know kong godzilla versus kong in the cinema like the you know this huge event that is bringing people back to the cinema you would think that dvd or blu-ray companies would be buying up the rights to print these originals because this is the best time to to sell them right like people are going to buy them now that probably have no interest beforehand or in a few months time after it but yeah there you know there you go so we touch on the log (laughs) sequence Effects overall, man, you've made no, you know, no light work of your absolute love of stop motion animation. Oh, my God. (laughs) We spoke about a couple of episodes ago, Beast from 20,000 Fathoms with uh, Ray Harryhausen and where he kicked that off. And I mentioned that he learned uh, that and and was under the um, watchful eye of a gentleman called Willis. O'Brien, who is probably most famous for his work on King Kong. So what was it like for you seeing that in all of its glory start to finish? Well, also, quick question. I don't even know if you know the answer to this. Did he have a team or is this another like the one guy did all the shit? No. So what's really weird on Kong is officially none of the 
special effects guys are even credited. It was one of those like of weird things, you know, where yeah, exactly. So there's a lot of them. Like Willis O'Brien is like widely considered the main guy that really like headed it up. But there was like quite a lot of them Hong Kong. There was like loads okay. of people coming All right. in and out. That makes yeah. more sense. Because I was about to say, because like regardless of what the answer is, like the, the, the level of technical like know how and prowess. I mean, like when 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 the T Rex snarls, like for real, like I, I understand that a T Rex wouldn't snarl, but it was a cool visual. Yes, like, it was, yeah. But just like just the subtlety of it all, like even you know, like my eyes dart all over the frame in general. Like I, like I mean, there's there's a, filmmakers always have a focal point. They want you to look left, but there's other stuff going on in the frame if they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. So even in the giant action sequences, I would occasionally look on on the extremes of the frame, and they had a, a tiny little stop motion Fay Ray like flailing in almost yeah, every sequence. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. You, they don't even need like even if they they. You know, a lesser a lesser production might have even still had the the favorite thing there, but it would have been static. They gave it life, life, and yeah. I, it just oh man, just all of yeah. it. Yeah, like, it's incredible, man. Like, and the uh, the combination of mainly, you know, mainly it's stop motion, but you've obviously got the the giant Kong animatronic hand. Yeah, you've got the head as well, which it's rumored that Willis O'Brien hated. Because of a, it just didn't really look right, and the so um, okay. yeah, the it just didn't really live up to his expectations of it. And it is, if I would say anything is the most jarring, it is those close-up shots of that giant Kong head. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, 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 there's one that I felt worked really well. It's the one where he's like, where where it like looks down at Feyre. But beyond that, yeah, I yeah. I absolutely agree. Yeah, I mean, I hold a little bit of. Um, love for it in my heart just because it reminds me of the old universal ride where they yeah. had to the kong adam show that looked exactly like that is that exactly yeah. the same? I, I, so, I, yeah. I did fortunately get to go on that a couple of times before that fucked up fire yeah man yeah just completely have just... you been on it since they did the 360 thing no i haven't no dude I, it's pretty it's fucking impressive <laughs> Yeah, I know. I've heard. I've heard it's like really, really good. Yeah, I, I've got. A, I've got. Universal's to get on the one like theme thing down here that I've been to the most. Like, oh, I've been. To, yeah, I'm... I've been to like a handful of the like. I've been to pretty much all the parks like once at least. But Universal, I mean, like shit, I've been there a bunch. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you, man. Yeah, so it reminds me of that, and I love that. But there's there's also some other stuff like there's the um. Are they the brontosaurs, the the really long neck dinosaurs? It's responsible so got... for one of my other that's so fucked up moments. Continue. <laughs> so you've got the you've got some of them that are stop motion, but there's actually one of them where it's like coming out the water, and yep. that's more of like an animatronic where they just built the top of the back and the neck, and then submerged the neck underwater, and then like when it lifts up. And tell me you got you got hardcore aliens vibes off of that specific sequence and shot. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, Because I, I yeah, I took that note. I was like, well, that's this this looks exactly like the Xeno behind behind Newt. Uh, yes. I'm okay with this. And yeah, and yeah. oh, I see you James Cameron. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, you can again, man, you can really see where a lot of these directors we grew up admiring really get their influences. Mm-hmm. Like you can really, really see how what films like there, this. Kong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. You know like they I mean? just lead into it. Oh yeah, it's it's great. It, it's amazing. But yeah, the the effects overall, dude, they're just 
They well, really, it's like really. The Brontosaurus thing, and the, the effects, and just the the melding of everything. The thing that got that so fucked up out of me out of the Brontosaurus is when he picks the guy out of the tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just uh, like the way that they, that 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 they, you know, like cut really well, and and you had the, the the actor and the stuff going on behind it, and then the cut to you know the actual stop motion of it, the yeah. sound effect they decided they decided to go with, like, ah, oh, dude. Oh, the sound in this is great. Like when you consider this was made in '33, I mean, the sound in this is incredible. The score, the cacophony is of the score, like cacophony is usually a bad word. No, no, no. This is it's a it's perfectly cacophonous. It adds to the the terror and the everything yeah. going on. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's yeah. The design, you know, it, I really, really love so much. Uh, uh, you know about. The way that comes together with, with the animatronics, the design of Skull Island, the the sound design, the score, yeah, everything. It really it lights up your imagination today. Can you imagine what that was like in '33? I'm exactly, exactly. If, if if there's one thing that anybody that's listening could 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 take and try to give to friends, like just. I understand you're gonna have you're you're gonna be laughing at it, but can you just try to contextualize? Put yourself here and then watch. If you can get that going on almost everything we've talked about, there's no reason it won't yeah. work. I see, yeah, I I completely agree. I completely agree. It's just, yeah, it's it's unbelievable, man. It really lives up. Like I like I said at the top of the show, I've seen this a few times, but I hadn't seen it in a very very long time and. Going back and, you know, getting that Blu-ray, going back, watching it. It really does ignite your imagination. It shows you what is possible, you know, just with real dedication. To, yeah. 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 Absolutely. I mean, just like the... Uh, just blown away by it. You know, like, you know, lights your imagination up. Like the... Um, after, after, after they... Okay, I'm sorry. The one, t- the, the one nerdy note I went. I was like, I don't care who you are. If you have a mass marketly produced rifle from the 1930s, the last thing that thing is going to do is take down a giant stegosaurus. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but when they fell that stegosaurus, and then walk by its corpse, and the yeah. one guy actually reaches out and touches it. Yeah, it, it just the the way that they use the rear projection and like if you're in the film, clearly they're on a like a treadmill or something. But just the fact that like they they did that, and I oh man, I don't know like that like that sequence in particular. I was I probably watched it three four times in a row. I was like, are you what is happening right now? Like, yeah, it just it, it the whole thing just works. The whole thing just works, man. And we've. We've just been focusing on Skull Island here. Let, let's move into New York a little bit. How did that well, play? Before we get that's the, Island, the, 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 the last thing that got that so fucked up out of me. So after um, there's this there's this one bit that 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 they do in this version that they do in Peter Jackson's version, and that uh, spoiler not spoiler for the contemporary Godzilla versus Kong they do in that film as well, where Kong is in the middle of getting royally beat down. And then it culminates with him ripping the thing's jaw open, wide open to kill it. And then to make sure it's dead, he plays yeah. with the jaw. Yeah. And I'm like, the, they did that in 1933. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was just like, I, I could. And then the thing that got that so fucked up is when later you see that 
it's not dead yet t-rex jaw ripped wide bleeding and flopping i was yes. like did, yeah. did we just did, huh the, like, like everything in that's shocking but the the blood man that's the, what really the got me. flowing blood yeah that's what really got me in that yeah but uh, you're completely right man before we move on to new york that yeah where he plays about with a jaw that's so good that's so good the yeah. and i love that peter jackson referenced that too and uh, mm-hmm. and kept it in his version you know basically shot for shot right you, you, you'll appreciate the shot in uh in, in the new one too when you finally see it so did you notice in the again going back to the peter jackson version that the design of the dinosaurs in his version were actually a f- callback to dinosaurs in this version which is something that he wanted to maintain because obviously by the time he made that science had learned a lot more about the way dinosaurs probably looked and especially the t-rexes but he if you really look at the designs in his version they actually really do look a lot like the designs in this and especially the, the brontosaurs as well they, it has been forever since i saw the jackson version but i seem to recall that the t-rexes did have like a wider skull and had some teeth coming out of their mouth yeah and they're very scaly yeah and there's there's, there's like there's and there's like two there's like that. two of them right like that, that that was the twist like another one uh, there's three there's three was eight, or is it three? Yeah. Okay. There's three. There's three in the Jackson version, and in the Jackson version, they're actually a family. If you if you okay. really look at them, you've got the the mum, which is the biggest. Well, then you have the bull, which is the adult male, and then the first one you see is like the kid. That's why he's like quite small. Okay. So yeah, it's um I, that's I really like the way he ties that in and and keeps that alive. So New York. so that is obviously the most famous sequence from this film if you haven't seen kong or even as you touched on right like you hadn't seen the whole film before you had definitely seen some of the new york sequence that's the most famous from the the stuff that surprised me the most was 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 skull island specific everything else like i even if i hadn't seen it i'd fucking seen it right exactly Exactly. How did New York play for you, though? Like seeing it come together, and especially, you know, having watched the first two acts of the film leading into New York. I think it, and what I mean by that is, I think it is a perfect ending. Okay. It, yeah. Like it's a really, really great ending through the, like the meaning of you know bringing Kong to New York and out the stupidity of that and. And trying to play God with that, and and the commodity of it, like I mean, yeah. like like, I, like yeah. I jumped in earlier, like something that made me giggle hard, and, and I was like, really, twenty bucks, huh? Because yeah. like 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 hey, there's a guy as he's walking in the theater. These tickets cost me twenty bucks, twenty <laughs> bucks and twenty American dollars in 1933. Like let's, like, I didn't do the math, but it's a lot more than twenty bucks. Yeah, 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 <laughs> it really is. Yeah, yeah, dude. What? How? How did the whole thing play for you? How? How did that live up? to the hype i mean like you said like it's just it it kind of is the perfect end of the film like um i know may, maybe my rea- it, it would have been more emotionally impactful if i hadn't been sort of inundated with it you know what i mean okay but yeah. and, and i'm not saying it wasn't emotionally impactful but it was just like oh and now we're at the end of the sequence of the film okay here we go like i i hope that makes some kind of sense right there but basically yeah. Yeah, yeah, like definitely. 
it, just exactly as you were saying, the, the, that it, it manages to, to, you know, drive home several points very quickly and succinctly and then, you know, build to the crescendo. And, you know, the, the fact that everything is, is exploitative, you know, and it's, we're not going to get into like crazy different reads from all the different film theories, but it's kind of, it's like, it's like the white people coming in and taking something away. And oh, yeah. now yeah, look at the thing that we have that's yeah. ours, even yes. though it's not ours. Yeah. Like, um, you know, and, and just the, com- the, the, the literal commoditization of just that, like now we're not only do, do, do we take and now in quotes own this thing, we're going to make money off of it and it's not going to benefit in any way, shape or form. And, and then Kong going, Oh, that's what y'all think is going to happen. And then just busting through shit. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, and then just you know the, the the sequence that even if you didn't know what King Kong was as a movie, you've probably seen the image of King Kong on the Empire State. You know what I mean? Oh, definitely. Yeah. And yeah, and just, and just the, the genuine emotion that they get out of the the stop motion puppet is just oh, it's incredible. It's next incredible. level. Like and, you like, know, actual Faye sorrow Ray. on this thing's face. Faye Ray plays her part to perfection there. Oh, absolutely. Like all the emotion you get out of Kong, in my opinion, doesn't really work unless she works. Exactly. And she is incredible. And also like you saying about the the meanings and the theories behind Kong and you know what that could mean and everything. The same for her character, right? Like especially at the start of the film. But it does carry all the way through. She was the cleanest wayward girl of all time. Oh yeah, definitely yeah. (laughs) Definitely. That was but the, the portrayal me. of women and well, the yeah. you know some of the stuff that some of the dialogue that's thrown at her right at the start between yeah you know and I, and I, I guess you brought up we probably should talk about it it was one of those that like like i definitely felt that but it was it, it was it was one of those that like out of all the outdated stuff that was just the one that i was almost like well of course that's what's there you yeah. know what i mean like it's just it it I guess I didn't really take any notes on it because it was just like, well, yes, of course. Like that's, I don't agree with it, but that's just how they treated women. <laughs> well, also, what I, what I think does kind of hold up in a weird way about that though is that she claps back at a lot of it. Which, I, and I, I, I did a couple of times, like take notes about that. Yeah. Yeah, like you know, when when they're especially the captain is is putting her down and saying about you know being on the boat and being trouble and, and stuff like that, and you know she's she's not just taking it. She, you know, she's fighting back and, you know, she's got some real punch behind her. And I really love that. I, th- I think that really holds up. And what I, you know, also, I, I know you said you haven't seen it in a while, but going back and watching Peter Jackson's version, what I love is the first scene on the boat that is being filmed between um, Fay Ray, and, not Fay Ray, sorry, um, and Darrow, played by Nomi Watts and... I can't remember the other character's name, but like the action hero in it, the, you know, the um, leading man, if you will, that is, if you listen to the dialogue, that is a complete recreation of the scene between Andaronis and the captain. Okay. But they made it part of uh, the screenplay. Okay. Yeah, you know, oh, I get you. I, get, I, know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get yeah, what you're yeah, talking yeah. about. Yeah. yeah, it's a really, it's a really nice callback, a really nice way to get that in there. Well, but so, yeah, like, jump- like the, like the early on, earlier on in the film, like to me, like the scene that sort of sums up the whole beginning portion is specifically that scene where uh, it's the the test shots, because that's where you get 
that she is that, that she is spunky. That even with this yes. dude, like, I don't want no ladies on my ship, see? And yeah. it's like, okay, well, I didn't ask to be here either. Yeah. Feel free to leave. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I, I like it, that, man. It, it sets her up. Yeah, the dialogue is some of the dialogue there definitely doesn't hold up and, and is outdated. And like I said, Peter Jackson plays about with that, which I quite like. But the what I do like is in this film, the way, yeah, she does have punch, she does come back. Like you said, she is spunky and she, I think that really sets her up as the real hero of this whole piece. And that carries through right into the end, you know, bringing it back to the New York stuff. If we're kind of skipping right to the end the the stuff on the empire state building is flawless the emotion the the fact that she is acting with a stop motion puppet and it's intercut with the planes and and everything like it's flawless man i mean the film emotion lives up today but like you know exactly like 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 her genuine now not, not, not like not even no longer afraid like desperately wanting kong to get away and knowing that it's going to end the way that it ends so she's it's it's not that she's screaming for help for herself she's screaming to be like get off of here you yeah. know yeah. like yeah yeah it's uh, just she's she's so i don't know man oh, and like that's the the, 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 the more of these that we watch it's 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 just so painfully clear that like so many women uh, of that era were so much more talented than people give them any credit for. Like, and I know that's something that's said all the time, but but I mean it in in this fashion, where like even though they're working within the confines of what they're allowed to do, they still manage to elevate and be memorable. Yes. You know, I, I hope that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. She is she's the out and out star. Of the of this film, I mean, obviously, you know, the the animation for Kong is is great, and that's what everyone remembers. But Faye Ray is this doesn't become the hit it becomes without her, and and she is incredible in this. In, in, you know, she is incredible. She is, you know, one of the all time great female presences on the silver screen. All one of the all time greats. This is one of those performances. There's a reason why not only me and you but loads of people still talk about this mm-hmm. it's yeah it's a reason it's that we're still making kong movies like yes yeah yeah there's there's some real real magic in it and i think she is a massive massive part of that i i really really do yeah. all right dude wrapping this up a little bit is there any trivia that you you got into that you'd like to share I mean, I, honestly, I, I didn't get to do the amount of research I wanted to do. I didn't really, I didn't even really look up a bunch of trivia. I just kind of, as opposed to spending the time on the research, I was like, I think I'm just gonna yeah. watch this watch again. again, man. I am not, <laughs> I am not mad at that at all. Honestly, that's, you know, if I can, I love trivia. You love trivia, but oh, yeah. if there's anything I can push people to do is, you know, sometimes just forget about the trivia and the stuff like. Just really enjoy the film, and if a film captures your imagination as much as this does really inspires your imagination as much as this does just go back and watch it just live with it just breathe it just watch it for all the different pieces it's incredible man and also like just on the trivia note the thing with films back then is trivia wasn't recorded like as it is today there is no behind the scenes or any yeah, of that stuff so <laughs> no a lot but of people making them yeah. didn't care about the no, behind the scenes information they didn't, like... they didn't. 
they you know so a lot of it is rumor and hearsay and stuff like that and some of it's fun but you know who knows if a lot of it's true like i was saying about the uh the insect um pit sequence it definitely existed in some form but <laughs> who knows what it really depends on where you get your story from but man i am so so happy we got to do this i am even more ecstatic that you loved it okay <laughs> and fell in love with it i really am yeah it just what a film what a film so i'm gonna to end this i'm gonna throw a question at you okay. there is no right or wrong answer but i gotta ask original king kong or original godzilla oh that's <laughs> they're, they're they're different flavors uh, i mean they're they're monsters sure but that's like no um damn it if i'm gonna uh, if, if we're gonna if go I say that, to you, you can okay. throw one on you know I'll, t- I'll tell you this is our proposal, I got, I got this is our proposal. if it's you could this. only watch one in the cinema the weekend it come out if you could go back in time okay and watch one you your time machine only works for one which one you doing king kong agreed king, I, kong. king kong and yes. and and like and my answer was about to be this is like like i th- this is not to say anything about you know which film is better this that or the other thing but i will tell you that i will watch king kong more than i will watch godzilla that's not to oh, say i'm not gonna watch I godzilla have, again, yeah. but i will watch king kong many more times than i will watch oh godzilla. Uh, yeah i agree yeah i agree yeah definitely all right dude it's been a good one i've really really enjoyed this i I love going back and uh watching this film i've loved discussing it with you and yeah go and watch the um you're a fan anyway so go and watch peter jackson version and anyone out there listening that enjoys this you know give this a rewatch and then go and watch the peter jackson version again knowing what a huge fan of it we was i I think you'll really get a kick out of watching both back to back or or, you know over a couple of nights it's a long day but yeah do it (laughs) yeah but do it yeah exactly Dude, thank you so much for joining me once again. Thank you so much to everyone out there listening. And until next week, Horror Hounds, stay very, very safe. Take care, everybody. Bye.